This episode of the ABZ Football Podcast is sponsored by Siberia Bar and Hotel on Bellman Street, Aberdeen. Located only 30 seconds walk away from the nearest bus stop, taking supporters to Pataudry for free on match days. Siberia Bar and Hotel is open seven days a week, all year round, and get fired in with our exclusive discounts. Head to the bar and quote the phrase ABZ Pod, that's ABZ Pod, for a £3 pound of Foster's, a £4 for a pint of Moretti or Dark Fruits, or £5 for a pint of Fierce or a Daiquiri any day of the week, including match days. Come on, you Reds. Red slight of foot there. Welcome along to another mini episode of the ABZ Football Podcast. Long-term listeners will know what that means. Gavin, the war chest has been opened once again. Yes. There are, well, there's, let's be honest, there's two new signings at Aberdeen. At the moment, there's two. Alan Burrows has just tweeted that a third is on the way, and we think we all know who that's going to be. Monday, Tuesday, happy gay. But um, let's talk about the ones we have at the moment. So yeah, we're right. The Dons have popped our toes back into the transfer market this time with the announced acquisitions of both Jamie McGrath and Richard Jensen. Now, Gav, we're not going to cover the signature of Jamie McGrath too much here, as it's fair to say that we all know what kind of player we're we're getting here. McGrath signing on a two-year deal on a free transfer after he agreed his release from Wigan Athletic early in the window. We've touched on the poor McGrath, obviously a player who we've tried to sign before, finally getting him at the third time of asking. McGrath has taken the number seven shirt. He's straight into the squad for the first leg of our Europa League playoff tie with Balkubenhecken and is on the plane to Gothenburg today. Uh, McGrath capped eight times by Ireland, of course, spent last season on loan at Dundee United in what was, let's call it, a generally unsuccessful season for all involved with United relegated. McGrath making a total of 37 appearances in all competitions, scoring nine goals, three assists to his name. Those nine goals meant he finished as United's second top goal scorer behind Stephen Fletcher. Six of those goals coming from the penalty spot, two of them against Aberdeen. Um, Interestingly, out of 20 penalties he's taken his professional career, he's only missed one. So there we go. Anyway, Gav, quickly, thoughts on the acquisition of Jamie McGrath before we move on to Richard Jensen. Um, I definitely don't want to be accused of being overly negative about a new signing but this one feels like the this feels like the Hayden Coulson of this bunch of, of summer signings this year I think to say the least um hell of a penalty taker if we've introduced a new rule in football that we can just you know take on specialist kickers a la the NFL then this is a this is a dandy of a of a of a, of a signing here but will um, he get to take penalties <laughs> truthfully any time I've watched Jamie McGrath, and this goes back even to St. Mirren, because I just can't remember, but when I've watched him at United, what I remember of him at St. Mirren, even in my darkest moments when I maybe might have taken some Wigan highlights, he's never really impressed me all that much. Um, I definitely don't remember him at United standing out amongst, you know, let's be honest, a quite dross selection that they had going. Um, I wouldn't have wanted really any player from United last uh, coming into this season whether that's Dylan Levitt, uh, McGrath, or even Birgitte. Um So, yeah, I feel feel quite underwhelmed by it. Um, it sort of flies in the face of 
what the chairman's been saying earlier in the week about quality over quantity and you know we're only after players who are under contract um so yeah not not it's not got me massively excited but um and i think the thing about it is that you know football fans they can be accused of being fickle but they've also got long memories and when you know quite publicly that a player's your team has been after a player and then they've for one reason or another not ended up at you know with you and they've gone elsewhere that's at least two occasions where he's chosen Wigan or Dundee United ahead of us there's I think possibly reasons United why one, that one. I think on the United one I don't think he picked United ahead of us I think Wigan played silly bastards around what they were wanting out of that and that changed the goalpost but hey United really have been offering up much more in the way of wages than we could have been doing it sounded like they were willing to push out a little bit more than we were going to for um it, so. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, so I think in that sense, it's one of those where I think if he was to get off to a rocky start, it could, you know, get safe bands. People are people are fickle and they're 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 unforgiving of when they reject when players reject their club. Um, I think some of the comments that he came out after with in his, you know, signing, you know, the media work they did about how the size of the club sells itself. Well, it didn't previous two times uh, was maybe a little bit naive, but I guess that's just general footballing cliches. So, but with that being said, I mean, he's been given the number seven shirt. Maybe this is just me attaching more significance to squad numbers than I should in the modern game. But that implies to me that he's going to play a significant number of minutes uh, in this upcoming season. The way Robson spoke says that he's a player Robson wants and will integrate into the team. And I guess the best way for McGrath to, to shut up any doubters, myself included, maybe, is just to get off to a really good start. And, you know, like you say, he's in the, he's in the squad. He's he's on his way to Gothenburg. Maybe tomorrow night will be the beginning of a beautiful two years. That's it. And just how fickle Gav will be when he's getting his McGrath 7 shirt printed after a hat-trick tomorrow night in Gothenburg. But hey, let's Um, see what happens. All of this audio will be redacted. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Perhaps I guess more interesting and more intriguing is the acquisition of Rich Jensen this afternoon from Polish top-flight side Gornik Zabjar for an undisclosed fee. Jensen signing on a three-year deal, 27-year-old Finnish international making the move after spending last season with Zabjar following his move to Poland from Roda JC. Initially signing there on a one-year deal in the summer of 2022, which was extended in February of this year by a further 12 months. Left-sided centre-half coming through the youth ranks at HJK Helsinki before making the move to FC20 in the Netherlands to further his progression, eventually making 12 first-team appearances for Inchede. That was then followed by that move to Roda JC we talked about in the second tier of Dutch football in 2018. Went on to make 89 appearances for them, scoring seven goals. As we said, made the move to Poland last summer. Played 31 times in all competitions. Last time out, scoring once, setting up two as Gornick finished the campaign in sixth spot. And he's also played in all five of Gornick's fixtures so far this season. So the good thing is he's had his pre-season. He should be up and running. Nine caps for the Finnish national side, the last of those coming in June as he started in Finland's 2-0 win over Slovenia in Group H of the European qualifiers. Left foot has played predominantly on the left-hand side of a back to with Gornick has also played as the left-hand of a central pairing and has also played left-back on occasion as well for the Finnish national side. Based on his 2022-23 season date, it looks like this could be a, a very good piece of business. Um, looks to have a good engine on him, covers a big chunk of that left-hand Side of the defensive third from last season, he averaged around two and a half interceptions per game, which placed him in the top 15% of centre-halves 
playing in the Polish top flight, won around 60% of his aerial duels per uh, per 90 minutes. That also placed him in the top 20% of centre-halves in that league. Uh, those numbers have actually jumped up to 77% success rate so far in the 2023-24 season, but of course it is quite a small sample size. Also appears to be in the top 20% of centre-halves in the Polish top flight when it comes to his successful defensive actions per 90 minutes. Appears to also be a player who's dribbled past rarely, which is good. Good level of passing accuracy, 85% successful passing. And he also looks like a player who wants to play, you know, forward progressive passes to try and split lines. He is the top performing centre half in the Polish top flight in terms of forward progressive passes per 90 minutes. Likes a goal as well in the top 10% of centre halves in Poland last season when it came to his expected goal rating. So with only a Season left on his deal, it looks as though Gornik have uh, decided to cash in, coming in at what would appear to be a vastly, vastly reduced sum from what we were being quoted uh, Celtic were after for Liam Scales. Gav, all in all, um, Richard Jensen, who will become the three, four, but sixth Finn to have signed for Aberdeen, um, looks like a decent bit of business, I think. I mean, I've just got to go back to that sixth Finnish player. So obviously we've got three Patalainens in there. Three Pat Linens. Then we'd have what? A Marcus Heikinen. A Marcus Heikinen, of course. And yep. a Partridge in a Pear Tree. Or Miko Vertanen, as it would be. Ah, Miko, of course. What could have been? Um, Richard Jensen, I mean, this has kind of come a little bit out of nowhere, hasn't it? Uh, for so long, you think you've got yourselves a, an Irish Liam Scales coming in, and then next thing you know, you sign the, the Finnish, the Scandi Liam Scales. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I'm quite happy that the Liam Scale saga is over now, presumably. We won't have to come on this show on a week-to-week basis and hypothesize about what Liam Scale's Celtic status is. Um, this sounds like a pretty good bit of business, as um, as JR would say. Good experience. You know, he's... You can't underestimate we're signing a, a Finnish international here. Um, that's got, you know, um, like I say, played a significant number of games Obviously, he's left Finland at a very young age, uh, gone to Holland, and then after that, gone to Poland. So you like that he's proven that he's adaptable to different surroundings and different styles of football. And most importantly, when I still think that Robson's going to favour the the back three, having that left-sided centre is going to be massive just for the balance of the team, both in defence and, and going forward. And I'm encouraged by what you're saying there about his ability with the ball as much as anything there. On top of that, from what I can just see from transfermarket.com, you know, he's got good size, good physicality. I felt that when we played Celtic, I walked, looked out to the team and thought that, especially in comparison to the second half of last season, we had Pollock, McDonald's, Scales, uh, McCrory. It felt like we had a pretty, you know, a lot of good size in that team there to both attack and defend. It felt like we were a bit lightweight. So this will be a good addition to, for, for, for that as well. If we can get a defender that can score goals. Great. And I think I saw somewhere that he's been he's been captain of a, a, a team before. Lord Robson's commented was, that he's been a captain. So Roda, I think he's actually captain the Finnish national team on occasion as well. Um well that's so. that's that's also excellent. Because again, I think we lost, you know, McCrory, uh, we lost Ramadani, uh, Lewis. I mean, you can make comments about those guys' leadership skills or their captaincy, but they're all players that wore the armband um yep. at one point in their time at Aberdeen. So losing them Maybe we haven't necessarily brought in much in the way of leadership qualities, Nicky Devlin aside, and obviously Graham Shinney. Um, so more leaders on the pitch, that's got to be a good thing. The level of experience he's going to have is going to be good for helping our young players through and to develop. 
Um, I'm looking really forward. Um, it sounds obviously contrary to what we said at McGrath that he's they've not made mention of him being available for for tomorrow night. So I take it that he's maybe signed a little bit too late in the day for that to happen. Uh, we're going to wait and see. I think because I we've got until eleven o'clock tonight to register him um, okay. ahead of the game. So he's obviously got us all his international clearance in place. I guess there might be a question there around. I know that Hearts had some challenges when they had players who'd had their international clearances um which came in quite late and because of the visa rules they had to remain within the country for 10 days um which meant that i think it was vargas and uh for the late is it kagawa i think the the striker mm-hmm. weren't able to travel for the away leg against rosenberg i don't know if that applies here because he's also a finnish national so he's european and not coming from outside i don't understand how that works right now maybe it's a case we're trying to get this pushed through with um uefa as well to get him registered unclear if he's traveled i mean it looks to me so the photos and everything that have been done online were probably done yesterday i'm i'm gonna presume and um, where we're done early doors this morning the squad flew out at some point this afternoon um early afternoon i mean if so, only there'd been a guy in a white van on the ground that could have taken pictures to prove when he was when those photos were done anyway what do we know about richard jensen gav that his name is richard absolutely so in order to give us a little bit more of a lowdown on the player who we've acquired, here is Rich Nelson. It's all about the riches today, Rich Richards. It's Rich Nelson from the Finnish Football Show. Rich Nelson from the Finnish Football Show. Welcome to the ABZ Football Podcast. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. It's nice to join in. Excellent. No, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's just been announced, obviously, this afternoon that Aberdeen have now uh, finalised the signing of... Richard Jensen from uh, Gornik Zabjar for an undisclosed fee. Jensen signing a, a three-year deal. Um, we were struggling a little bit to find any representation from the Polish side, so we thought we'd try and find some Finnish football experts to have a wee chat about our new signing. Obviously, Jensen, a 27-year-old Finnish international, making the move to the Scottish Premiership. Left-sided, centre-half. Um, it's got nine caps for the Finnish national team. Um, Rich, what are your what are your thoughts on? I guess first of all, just the the, the decision by Aberdeen to go after Jensen. I guess what kind of player do you think um, Aberdeen fans can expect to see? Um, I mean, it's, it's nice. Obviously, um, Finns in have a good reputation of being in Scotland, and, and Aberdeen fans, against people of my age anyway, remember Mixu Patalainen. But um, for uh, for Jensen, it's it's definitely a, a step up. I think over the last year, he's established himself as a regular in the Finland team. Uh, as you said, he's plays on the left of the central defence as either a, um, a two-man or three-man central defence. He's played left-back uh, a couple of times for Finland, um, but he's definitely centre-half. He's strong. And um, because he's a little bit of a late bloomer, he's only really, over the last two years or so, started playing regular sort of senior football Um you know, he's he's come on in leaps and bounds. He's quite experienced, but he's um, he's very, yeah, he's he's just he looks comfortable. Um, you know, he's twenty seven now. Uh, he's a little bit older. He's played in the the national team with his younger brother as well, actually. So um, it's a nice nice step for him. And I think uh, you know a lot of Finns keep an eye on Scottish football anyway. So it's nice for for them to see him really develop because after the Euros, um, the both central defenders retired, and there was a bit of a an uneasy sort of situation where we didn't know who that would be but uh, but Richard's really come in and, and made that sort of left side of the three his own and and clearly looking at his like his numbers and everything that there's been with uh with, with Gornick certainly in the last like year or so certainly looks very comfortable with the ball at his feet as well which is quite an important thing for Aberdeen this season we we had Liam Scales on loan last year from from Celtic who was very comfortable with the ball at his feet on the left hand side of the back three 
it's been well publicised Aberdeen were trying to make a, a move for scales to come back to Aberdeen again it's not come through but having that ability for a player and especially on the left hand side it always feels to me who can play kind of progressive forward passes is always crucial and he looks like he's the kind of player who's going to be more than comfortable doing so yeah and um, and again we're, we're getting away you know from even in, in Finland from the era of the sort of cloggers and, and sort of get the ball and give it away straight away but he's um, you know they, they do try and build from the back Um you know, he's got a good relationship with the Finnish midfield and, you know, those who've seen many Rangers games up until the last six months have seen Glenn Kamara. Um, they, they have a pretty good relationship as well, sort of bringing the ball out and, and putting it into midfield. Um, he doesn't rush, so he's quite confident on the ball. You know, doesn't get caught out too often and, you know, he's pretty tough as well. I mean, he, he almost made his Finland debut in March last year and ended up missing out because he got a broken nose. He got the ball plum in his face in a training session but uh but now he's done you know he's done really well and it's it's nice to see that you can see that clear development over the last couple of years he's gone to Poland and I haven't seen much of him in Poland other than highlights but um from what I've read he's done really well and and progressed and I think this should be a step up for him and I think he'll be capable of uh of being a regular there and doing well yeah it certainly looks like being interesting one obviously Finland going well enough as well and they're kind of uh, European qualifier so far so presumably he'll be looking to maintain his position within the within the Finnish side. And do you think for from an Aberdeen perspective that I guess probably the lure of being able to play European football uh this campaign's probably helped to to get that over the line as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know, the, the Scottish League is far more visible in Finland than um, than Poland. And you know, people have that kind of link from watching Finnish players in Scotland over the over the years. So I think it's good for him. Playing European football is important and Playing regularly at a top level is good because you know the, the managers made it quite clear if you're not playing regularly and if you're not playing in a competitive league, um, you might lose your place in the side. And you know he's he's someone who yes he's only got nine caps, but you know he's looked really good in those nine games. So um, to keep that level going and keep that consistency, you know, it's it's good for both himself and and for Aberdeen to have that level of motivation behind him. Yeah, I mean, certainly we just touched on there as well. I think um, maybe not the quickest, but certainly seems to have a pretty decent engine on him. And looking at what he's done in the post top flight as well, the last season seems to really kind of cover a big chunk of that left hand side of the, the the defensive third as well. So I think he it looks to me that he's going to really dovetail quite nicely. I think with the other defenders that Aberdeen have already brought in, it certainly looks like a bit of a presence aerially as well. Doesn't seem to lose out too many aerial duels, which is obviously very important in Scotland and. Also, looks like he's got a little bit of a goal threat at the other end as well. Yeah, he's um, he does get forward, and um, you know, for, again for, from set pieces as well. I mean, that that's part of the thing that, that Finland do. You know, they they do try and have that presence. And again, going back over the the reign of the current national team coach, they they do try and have that set piece routine. I mean, they, they don't score as many from open plays they'd probably like, um, but the the back three are encouraged to play. They're encouraged to get forward. And um, and he does look good, and you know, he he looks like he's been playing there for a lot longer than he has, um, and hopefully because he didn't play that much football as as a junior compared to some of his peers, um, he shouldn't be as as tired, and he, they should get a little bit more out of him than some of his equivalents. Do you think um, have Aberdeen possibly stolen a bit of a march here on maybe other teams in the Scottish Premiership by picking up Jensen from from Poland here? Obviously, it's kind of an apt time. Um, he'd signed. I think initially just a one-year deal when he moved to Poland, signed a, a one-year extension back in February. So obviously Gornick have decided this is the time to to cash out as well. But his numbers look, they look really good and they look really well suited to the Scottish 
Premier League. I, I'm just um, I'm trying not to get too excited about things because this is always the way with being an Aberdeen fan. But I think there's a potential here. Aberdeen have maybe unearthed a little bit of a, a gem here. He's a bit of a late bloomer, like you say, 27 years old now. But all the signs seem to be that this is a player who could do a very, very good job for Aberdeen and possibly even you know um, look to progress even further. Yeah, and I, I think that the this is one of the kind of the benefits, I guess, of of the way that football is now is that he went abroad. He left Finland at 16. Um, and then didn't play a lot. And I think he's one of those players that because he's gone under the radar a little bit and he was sat at 20 doing very little for a number of years, uh, he's not really on the radar of, of many people. So um, again, I think it's just one of these players who's kind of come along, ploughed along, and then in the last sort of two years or so, right, last 18 months, he's really stepped up. And I think that's probably caught some people off guard. I think, um, you know, we had a situation like uh, Johanny Oyela was at Motherwell, last year and he didn't mm-hmm. really step in and he was towards the end of his career um, you know even when he moved there I think there was still talk that he might do a job for the national team and he's already back in Finland so um, it's nice to see that, that Jensen's gone there and you know we, we, we've seen some several Finnish players in Scotland do really well and I think the level is is a step up and yes it's more physical than some of the European leagues but to be honest I think he's one of those players that can handle it he's, he's shown in the last two years or so that he is tough but he's he's a good ball player and um and if he can get that run of form and keep going and if he can get sort of cement his place in the team uh, he's the sort of player that could really sort of be a fan favorite great stuff rich listen we'll let you go we really appreciate you taking the time just to jump out um from your afternoon have a quick chat with us about our our new acquisition uh fingers crossed we'll be, we'll be waiting with bated breath to see if he is registered in time to play tomorrow night in the uh, Europa League playoff round in Gothenburg but Rich from the Finnish Football Show all the very best thank you so much again for joining us and um, you never know we might be back in touch if, if Aberdeen decide to exploit the Finnish market once again yeah we look forward to it another, another mix would be very welcome absolutely nice one perfect thanks Rich no worries pleasure cheers so there we go Gav that's the lowdown on Richard Jensen um, off the back of that I'm still pretty enthused I'm trying desperately not to get my hopes up too high on this one but it does seem like it's a very very good piece of business as i said i think it's just vital that we got that left side of center back in place for the way that we're going to play and you know additionally i'm just it's curious to me that robson mentioned that he's equally comfortable playing in a back three or a back four so maybe having this left side of center back is going to allow us to be a bit more a bit more freer in the way that we set up our team against certain opposition so be very interested to see how this affects you know the setup, three five two setup, as well as other potential formations. Well, hopefully it gives us options, if nothing else. That's the main thing. Um, anyway, that'll do us for now, I think, Gav. Looking forward to it. Now and I'm we'll... going to go and strap myself in for the John McGinn Derby. Yeah, and we'll see everybody for um, the announcement of Papi Habib Gay, which is uh, would appear to be imminent. Great name. Looking forward to it. We'll see you on the other side. This episode of the ABZ Football Podcast was brought to you in association with Siberia Bar and Hotel on Belmont Street, Aberdeen. Head into the bar, quote the phrase ABZ Pod, that's ABZ Pod, for a £3 pint of Foster's, £4 pint of Moretti, or £5 pint of Fierce any day of the week, including match days. Siberia is open seven days a week, all year round, and the bar is located only 30 seconds walk from the nearest bus stop taking supporters to Stadium for free on match days. Come on, you Reds!